0: Well, hello, my lovely friends, and welcome to the third episode of The Great Silencing Podcast. So, like I said, I wasn't going to do an audio-only episode anymore, so I'm coming to you live right from my fucking air mattress. Um, I have been gone for a while. I have not been home. I just got off the road. I, ugh, I'm exhausted. Nothing is unpacked. I still have a lot of stuff to do. Everything's non-stop right now, but um, I did promise you that I would not do any more audio-only episodes So you're just gonna get to see what things look like in my room for now um, This is my last week here and then I finally get to get my own place live in the area I have been wanting to live in for a while uh, I would say within the next week, maybe two tops. So I will not be here much longer Um, but for now, this is my dwelling and, uh, yeah, so let's talk. Life has been very busy and I did want to do the third podcast episode because I want to cover what happened at special operations equipment during the permaculture event, the swailing workshop, right? Also put on obviously by perma pastures farm, Billy and William. Oh my God. I love them. Nicole Sauce from Living Free in Tennessee, make sure y'all are at the Self Reliance Fest in October, I will be there, there's a lot going on. John Willis at SOE, Amanda Willis, like just if you are anywhere in the area, I'm telling you, last event, we had people come as from as far as California, we had people from all over the country, that event sold out, okay? I'm telling you, that event sold out. And now they are doubling the capacity. So there's going to be a lot of people and a lot more stuff there, including music. So, hey, just, you know, you might want to be there. Um, A lot of intel. And the best thing about it, though, is the people that you meet and the networking and the ripple effects of showing up in real life. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I want to make sure that I talk about the event that went down there god that was only two weekends ago jesus uh because life is moving so fast right now that like if i don't do it tonight it's just flat out not gonna get done um there's just too much going on so i want to cover that and then i'm going to talk to you guys about some other things um we'll see where the conversation goes but i will make sure that this is something of value to you so first of all what I am not going to do is pretend like I am a permaculture expert and tell you how to dig a swale, uh, when and where you shouldn't dig a swale. Da da da. Um, don't do it uphill from where you live, though, please. But basically, if you don't know what swales are, it's it's it, you're digging. God, I don't want to call it a trench. It's so it's it's like I I had never heard of it until I got there. But it's a way to drought-proof your property if you're homesteading um, and growing food or growing whatever you want. Um, it is a way to redirect water, uh, collect collect it. If you're using it for energy or for your own drinking purposes, or if you need soil in a certain part of your land to be getting some water and if there's like a drought, it's not, you know, the water ain't going there or the opposite if you're trying to prevent some runoff. There is so much stuff that you can do with a swale. And one of the coolest things that we did was um, after all of us dug this giant swale, uh, which it, it, okay, so here's the deal. Let me back up first. If you're watching this on YouTube, I am going to link everything I talk about and every person I talk about in the comments so you guys can link with them they are going to be able to show you much better than I can when it comes to this shit. Okay. Um, so check out prema pastures farm because here's what happened at that event. Well, I'm going to get into all the things cause it was much more than much more than what you would think. Ooh, my camera moved. Um, so it was much more than what you would think. I don't really need people seeing what I have in my closet. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so basically, there was a woman there who is a super fucking dope badass. I'm so excited that she's here. She is a professional film director. And she was on the scene recording the entire workshop. And, like, I've worked with, like, she's n- beyond a videographer. She's an actual film, like, director, producer. Like, she's worked in, like, she's amazing. Um, But I've worked with a lot of like different types of videographers and like I know ones that have good eyes and good vision and can really capture what someone's trying to do. That's what she is like she does not fuck around. So the reason why I mentioned this to you is that if you want to find out what happened at that workshop, she filmed the whole thing like movie style. So I would imagine it is already up on the Perma Pastures Farm YouTube channel. I'm going to link that in the comments. So if you want to learn more about swaling directly from Billy and William Bond and also see us in the swale, digging the swale, what part are we expecting the rainwater to come through? How is it going to fill up? Where is it getting redirected to and why? What are we planting? Why? Where are we planting it? Where are we not planting it? Um, and just see a bunch of people in shovel with, with shovels digging, uh, including me who, uh, did not have muck boots. So William was kind enough to let me borrow his and his feet are about twice the size of mine. So there's like five foot eight, hella skinny as me wearing basically fucking moon boots in this swale with like a big ass shovel just like so you'll see me there too but like I'm not the important one in the video like you y'all need to listen to Billy like and listen to the game that he spits like it's it's incredible it's incredible and there's two days worth of it you know what I mean so check that shit out for real check that out if you want to. because the thing with swales that they did emphasize at this workshop is if you are homesteading and you are trying to control water and what direction it flows in and capture large amounts of it and like use it to your advantage and be able to transform the landscape and turn it into something regenerative if it's not a a landscape or a terrain that you can work with currently, there are situations to do so for sure. But water is a pretty fucking powerful thing, especially when you are digging something that operates off of it, filling up to a certain depth and then running over, but you're directing where it goes. So one thing that Billy said is even after the workshop and even after we had seen what a swell was, we had even dug one ourselves. um, Billy, William, and John Willis had also done one the day before and we got to see what that looked like. Um, And I believe those are the largest ones in North America that any of us are aware of. Um, so it's it's pretty incredible actually. So you wanna see the footage. But um, he even said, he was he used me as an example. He's like, okay, you guys, so, cause we did like a Q, Q and A like both days. He's like, so even after this workshop, should Tess go back to her property, which I don't have property, but for the sake of the question, he goes, should Tess go back to her property and dig a swale? And he's like, absolutely not, no. And he goes, it's not because she's not smart or capable or doesn't retain what we just taught her, but it's because, like, you know, there is... Basically what they said, because, yeah, there is an element of danger. You can fuck your shit up if you don't know what you're doing. You can accidentally direct a bunch of water to just fuck up your house or anything in front of it that you don't need to be drenched and flooded out. You know what I mean? So basically what his advice was... Uh, and, and a big takeaway for anybody, I think, homesteading. And obviously that is my long-term goal as well and something that I'm working toward. Um, so he said, like, when you're when you're doing earthworks of any kind and you're doing stuff to your land, get somebody who is knowledgeable but unbiased, meaning not you, to come look at your land, who knows their shit, And be like, yo, do you think I should put a swale here? Or like, yo, do you think I should do this, that, and the third here? And have them look at the terrain and look at that. And and they might tell you, no, that's a horrible idea. What are you thinking? Or yes, but do it over there. Or like, yeah, go ahead. But the whole point is like when we have our homes and our land and we get really excited and want to start doing all this new stuff and you know, like producing all this, all the trees and food, whether it's food producing trees, nitrogen producing trees, like it, there's so many uses for us well. But we have a blind spot when our emotions are involved and attached to a specific outcome, especially something as sacred and important as one's home. And then being able to live off of the land that you live on so you want to have an unbiased person. So he's like, you know, it's like, yeah, we got taught how to do it for sure. But like when I get my own property and my own homestead and like start that journey for myself, am I just going to run out there and dig a swale? No, um, if I see a need for it, it depends. It depends on the the terrain that I'm that I'm on. Um, but I would, I personally, I'm going to be hitting up Billy and, and be like, yo, is, you know, should I do this or not? Like in, in this area or whatever, or I could hit up John or I could hit up William. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of people in the community that have this knowledge, but I would absolutely contact somebody before I did anything like that. Also, it is a lot of work. Like I think there were the people with shovels, God, how many were there of us? that were, like, actively digging this one swale. And also, William was at the other end with, like, an actual excavator machine as well, too. So, it wasn't just... Like, it's a lot. Um, I, think, I think there must have been at least 15 of us, like, actively digging. So, it's also not something that... I mean, if you have to do it on your own, cool. But, like, you know, that's where the community comes in. A lot of people do, like, get shit done weekends where... They'll like go to each other's different homesteads or properties and everybody just helps out. Like if there's a project on the land that needs to get done um, or something that needs to be built or fixed or installed or whatever, people will just come together and help each other do that project because that is what having a community is about. And I think before I moved out to Tennessee, I thought exiting the matrix would be a hell of a lot easier. I thought going off grid would be a hell of a lot easier. Bro, it is not It is fucking not. Like, I know people with homesteads that are like an absolute paradise dream to me. 100% goals. So beautiful. And I asked this individual, I was like, yo, how long did this take you to build? And they were like, 13 years. And I'm like, damn. And it's like, they still got, you know, that I I don't want to like out who they are. I don't know why. I just feel like I don't really like, uh, saying like oh yeah this person i was at their house no but there's people on this property that are like it is a daily thing to work on that land but do they have to fucking work soul sucking nine to fives no they don't they're free bitch. they are and they're able to actually monetize what they do with their land as well so there's a lot of ways to make money off your land or from what you produce on your land um, value for value trades, counter economics as well. I think that's really fucking important. Um, yeah, do we wanna get into talking about, like, oof, we could go down a rabbit hole. So let me, let me just wrap up the permaculture thing and the, and the event at SOE. Let me do that and then we're gonna move to a different topic and then I'll probably cut this. So um, the other magic at SOE, and every time I've been to SOE, like an event there, it has been unbelievably magical. Like if I thought going to float fest in Texas had a huge effect on my life, which it did. And I still to this day, continue to receive blessings from that, from the people I met, but oh my God. I mean, just going to the self-reliance fest, bro. I don't care if you don't know anyone and you have to go by yourself because that was my situation. Did not know a single person there went by myself. I had plans to go with somebody. That person totaled their car that week. They lived in Texas. I was in Tennessee. Self-Reliance Fest is in Tennessee. They're 14 hours west. Gas was expensive. I'm like, and it was like two days before. I'm like, it's, it's not going to work. So like, you know, he couldn't go. So I just went. Um, so don't let any, like, don't let that be a reason why you don't show up to like an event. Because I know that a lot of people get, kind of anxious around groups or meeting new people. Dude, there there were so many other people that were there by themselves and were just looking for the same thing that I was, which is to learn, to absorb everything like a sponge, to exit the matrix, to find like minds, to build community. And there was so much of that going on. Like whether someone was on the stage or whether it was like mingle time, like that was the vibe consistently the whole way through, the whole fucking way through. And what it has led to and how much my life has changed just from doing Self-Reliance Fest is unbelievable. Like I cannot imagine what my life would look like had I not done that because it's had that much of an effect. And that's just because I decided to show up and talk to people and listen. And it was like the universe just opened up so many doors, opportunities, collaborations, and everything just built and built and built and built. And things turned into, things went from associates to, we went from strangers to associates to friends to da, 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 da. And now it's like more things are happening and now we get to work together and it's, I mean, it's fucking beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. It it is so amazing what you can find. Like the thing that makes me laugh honestly is like, I live in Nashville, right? And people are always like, how's Nashville? Like, you know, thinking like the city and I'm like, bro, the only time I am in the city is when I am at my vocal coach's studio. Like otherwise I am all over the damn state. I'm going here. I'm going there. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm seeing these people, seeing those people at this event, working this gig, working this job. And that's about to increase a lot because I just got a job selling solar panel systems for homes and uh, commercial buildings. That's why I've been in Knoxville for a minute is because that's where this company's headquarters is. And, you know, there's an insane amount of training that goes into just barely getting like trained up to be qualified to do that. I'm still not out of training tomorrow. I I'm going on some ride alongs, but my territory is going to be a hundred mile radius from the Nashville area. So I'm going to be on the road and again, all over that, this area two hours in any given direction, five days a week. And I am somehow going to manage that with, um, <laughs> music, uh, and getting ready for a performance and, um, a podcast and continuing to also like sell knives. But that's just turning into like, I run into people now and I'm like, yeah, they're in my trunk. You fucking want one. And you know, now they're almost gone. So I gotta, I gotta get more. Um, and there's a lot, there's a lot of other things going on too, but I am grateful for that job. Uh, I've wanted to get into solar for a long time because I don't trust the fucking grid. Okay. Check out stopthecrime.net. Check out what the Rothschilds have had to fucking say about it. Okay, I'll just say that because we are on YouTube. Uh, go to my Telegram and like, you know, scroll up a little bit. Or go online and type in poweroutage.us if you're in the United States. Uh, or type in poweroutage.com for the whole fucking world. Find where you are and look county by county. You know, province by province, whatever. It tracks everything. It's fucking alarming. So anyways, um, little rabbit hole there. But I have wanted to get into solar for a while for a number of reasons, but it's like I've been living in a certain area where I don't want to be right because I don't want to be in a population dense area. I see writings on the walls. Um, I know where I do want to be. I know where I really like the energy. I'm very sensitive to energy of both the people that live on the land and the land itself um this area is more expensive not than nashville i don't live in like the actual city i live like fucking by the airport i'll just say that because i'm about to leave and bitch you can't find me anyway so and if you do look i mean the shirt says it all fuck around and find out like it's not going to end well for you so don't do any creepy shit if you're like a weird internet person um i already had to change my phone number because of a fucking lunatic ass Former dude in my life that I should have never been involved with. Um, so don't make me have to fucking do anything seriously Uh, but uh, yeah, so I don't even live in the actual like city. I'm like on the outskirts, but I want to so so it's cheap basically is what i'm saying If you live next to a fucking airport, it's cheap because nobody wants to really live here so like (laughs) So I'm moving to an area that is way doper, less people, a lot of creative energy, like some very fucking cool people that I have met live live there. Um, some of them live right near where I'm gonna be fucking living. And I wouldn't have that opportunity to get my own spot and to live in the place that I wanna live at if it weren't for this upgrade in like going from being a contract and gig worker and like, I have I mean, I've literally worked for myself for the last five years to now I am in, in the solar panel line of work. So we'll see, you know, we'll see how long it goes, because if I ever get into a position where I feel like it's taking away uh, from my ability to output the amount of music that I need to be outputting, then it's 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 gone. Um, I'm not letting anything get in the way of that, but. The last week in Knoxville was absolutely nuts with how crazy it was and how busy it was for all the shit we had to do for training. We were all put up in a hotel. It was nonstop. I probably got four hours of sleep the whole every fucking night, maybe. Um, I still managed to record music. Like, I fully recorded us a whole song, um, a new one. And I wrote probably four more and got another 10 fucking beats, bitch. So the creative juices were flowing like a motherfucker. So I was still able to do both. It was like, do the solar stuff from sun up to end of the fucking day. And then like all night until it's like, okay, we do need to sleep, do music. And that's basically what I did. So that's what my life's going to look like for a little bit. Um, And that's okay. So very busy, but okay, I need to back up. Let's finish with the story of the motherfucking swaling workshop at SOE. So, cause it was more than, it was more than swales. If you want to learn more about permaculture, earthworks, swales, why permaculture is so much different than just farming or uh, like it is so, like the way that Billy breaks it down, it's so fucking profound. It's literally returning back to like the the ways that that, that pe that, that Indigenous peoples operated on this land, like before, you know, colonization and genocide and you know this whole fuckery that we have going on now. Anywho, um, uh, I was trying. I'm really trying to not go down rabbit holes right now, y'all. I had um some of an energy drink on my way back from Knoxville. I met this girl who was making like these plant like little fruit juice fucking natural energy drinks I'm like whatever I got one and then she's like yeah I got one called the tumbleweed and I'm like what I'm releasing a song called alien tumbleweed in a week I want that one That shit was delicious, but that shit got me lit as fuck so if I'm talking fast or all over the place This is what happens when I consume caffeine or any form of stimulant. So, sorry. Okay. Um, But it's also the reason why I'm able to fucking do a podcast because I have not slept for more than four fucking hours in a long time and I need like double that. So, (laughs) let's get back to it. I want to talk to you about the people because that's where the magic was for me. Like, some of the conversations I won't repeat. Well, most of them I will not, obviously. But it's the people. It's always the people. It's always relationships. It's always. And even, dude, even this last week at this training in Knoxville, like the group I was there with, bro, there were 10 of us as new hires that all had to do this and stayed at the hotel or whatever. What are the odds that all 10 people are going to have incredible chemistry, be laughing our asses off the whole fucking week, be like kicking it, like having hella good vibes, like everyone getting along, all of us like, like swapping phone numbers, contact info. Like there's some that like, you know, some live like real close to me. Uh, some do not. Some are also musicians, incredibly fucking talented ones. Um, I just got to meet so many fucking cool people and it's like, and it just, and it was hard for me to do things outside of the training because I just was so like, I've been so stressed out and so, so in my head, um, uh, due to a number of things in my personal life. And, and, and I, I just, I just wanted to bury myself in work and just do music, do music, do this, do this, do that, do that. And it was like, bro, no, just, just go out with them at least one night, like just do something. I'm so fucking glad I did that. I am so glad I did that. Oh my God. So again, like right now on this planet, I said this in a, in a short vlog last night, but I, and I do believe that society, the collective on different stages in a sliding scale is, is collectively going through like this dark night of the soul. I do believe that, but with a dark night of the soul, comes an energetic frequency upgrade it comes evolution for people who are familiar with tarot if you draw the death card that doesn't mean you're gonna fucking have a brain aneurysm in 10 minutes and fucking collapse no that's not what it means it literally means that it signifies a rebirth like with every darkness and ending and undoing and like even the tower card no one likes drawing the tower card but like It means shit's going to hit the fan and everything's going to fall down, but that is how you transform. So like things like spiritual deaths, emotional deaths, ego deaths, um, chaos, destruction, whatever. All of that stuff serves a purpose and it's fucking necessary. But from the temperature check that I've been getting, whether at an event at SOE whether like out in certain communities, not all of them. Some of them I'm like, holy fuck, I need to get away from you as fast as I can. But, or, or like even the people I was just with for the last week. Um, the temperature check I'm getting is like, people are, are are really like, really ready to come out of their fucking shell and like be connecting in real life. Like, I, I feel like the last couple years with, you know, the whole big C and everything, Um, especially if you were in a state like me where it was shut down literally for two and a half years That like fucked with a lot of people It doesn't matter if you didn't respect any of the fucking rules or whatever Like it doesn't matter Like you still lived in a community that largely did And you still lived in a place where like everything was closed And your whole way of life was different And you couldn't like work or work your normal job You had to do shit like what I did for two and a half years Which was drive grubhub or or Uber uh or fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Like it was just different. Like it was I mean, even as a person in recovery, like I I couldn't go to in-person meetings for like a long fucking time. And everything was over Zoom and I'm like, this is the most bo-. like at first it saved my life, but then I was like, fuck this shit. And I just stopped doing it. Um and now I'll now obviously I live in a place where they are open. Um so <laughs> I can go when I want to, whenever I want to. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it just is, people went so long without being able to relate to each other. I mean, even think about that fucking face covering, bro. Like, think about the effect that shit's had on the kids. Think about the effect it's had on us. What always exposed, exposed to blue light LED shit screens, never within a certain proximity. So our auras aren't communicating, our energies aren't merging. Um, our biomes on a physical health level, aren't exchanging even bacteria. So it's wrecking your immune system to be isolated or distanced. And then we're wearing something that covers our face, which like, here's some facts, 7% of communication comes from the actual words we say. So when we spend most of our time communicating on social media or over text, We're getting 7% of what that person really is trying to convey. So, and we wonder why everyone's always fucking fighting. Um, What is it? The other 38% comes from vocal tone and cadence. But the rest of that shit, okay? That's fucking... Bro, my brain my fucking poor ass motherfucking brain. Um, that is 55% of our communication is non-verbal body language and also things like facial expressions. We were not able to fucking see that, for a lot of us, for like two plus years. And you know what's weird is I still see people wearing masks sometimes and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? but you know, to each their own. Um, I, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but that shit ain't right, you know what I mean? Like that long, really, of just having this covered? Here's another fun fact. Um, I am not part of this organization. This is just something that I learned. Actually, maybe I shouldn't say it on YouTube. Um, no, nah, I'm not gonna go there on YouTube. We'll wait till I get this on other alternative platforms, uh, but not YouTube. I, I mean, I really like, bro, I got a new single coming out in a week that I, I'm barely fucking promoting. I got a fucking extra, extra full-time job that I got to learn and do all this shit and travel for. I'm in the middle of moving this week. I got a bunch of other shit going on. I got fucking hella songs that I'm working on daily. I'm trying to sleep, eat, exercise, like take care of my fucking mental... Like it's it's so much it's so much right right now. Like I think things will will kind of calm down a little bit. Um, I th- I I foresee them maybe maybe getting a little less hectic mid October, but from now to then, fucking grindhouse. That's just what it is. So I will get the podcast up on alternative platforms and shit like that when I have the fucking time. But like. It is, I have to be really careful with what I put my time toward right now. And like, even just sitting down for like an hour or two and just focusing on podcasty shit, that's time away from a lot of other things that just time-wise are more pressing. So I'm on YouTube right now. And when I get to it, I will be on things like Odyssey, Rumble, BitChute, Fucking Spotify, Apple Music, Podbean, da, da 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 da. Whatever, you know what I mean. Um, at the end of this month, actually, I'm gonna be on the Operation Kill the Mockingbirds podcast. So, and they give no fucks. They are completely uncensored. They are on all of the platforms. So, um, definitely tune in for that because that's gonna be a real fucking interesting conversation. We will get very unhinged. I can tell you that much. Uh, that will not be a YouTube bedroom recorded thing. Uh, their podcast is pretty fucking professional and well done. So, and it's like red pill as fuck, but also very professional. It's not like stupid, meaningless jargon. Um, no shock jock shit. Like it's, it's very interesting. Um, okay. So SOE first, I want to tell you about a girl named Rosie. Rosie, I met her at self-reliance festival. Rosie lives, uh, in the area not my area but over there um and she makes these culinary creations that are fucking unbelievable like she at self-reliance and even here too she had like chocolate these like everything is homemade she literally made keto gluten-free pizza rolls dude do you have any idea how long it's been since I've been able to eat anything like that because I have a fucking gluten allergy? Bro, I smashed those so hard. It like I th- they were gone so fast. And I had two bags of them. That like that's a lot. Uh amazing chocolate-covered bacon with like these sea salt crystals on them, chocolate-covered strawberries. Uh she makes these cupcakes where she does like and I shared them with some people, dude, cause okay. Cause like, cause I'm in recovery, right? So I can't have anything with alcohol in it. Um, so I stayed away from the frosting and like the cupcakes, right? Just because like, she don't fuck around. Like she's not restricted by like, you know, rules of having to sell it in a grocery store. So like you could actually see like some, of, like, so, like I gave it to people who do drink. And they were just like, holy fucking shit. They thought it was so good. She makes cupcakes that are like that have like Jack Daniels frosting. And she'll even put like a bottle of Coke in like the cupcake batter. So it's like a Jack and Coke cupcake. She makes like fireball whiskey cupcakes. Like she had so many cupcakes, cookies, they're just all the treats. And they're so unique and amazing. And she's now on TikTok where you can see all her things. And she's like showing people like what she makes and how she makes it. I've never been, and I come from fucking Eugene, Oregon. We have all kinds of weird shit and like random creations, especially when it comes to food. I've never seen anything like it, what she comes up with. So she is an artist when it comes to to creating food and cooking because the shit that she comes up with, I'm like, it's one thing to come up with it. It's another thing to have it actually fucking taste good and blow people's minds. She does that. So I'm going to link her contact email and also her TikTok account. Um, I highly suggest checking her out. If you can make it to the Self-Reliance Fest in Camden, Tennessee at Special Operations Equipment, October 1st and 2nd, she will be there. I will be there. A thousand plus people will be there. Lots of people will fucking be there. Perma Pastures, Nicole Sauce, obviously the Willises. Like, just, like, so many people are going to fucking be there. Just, you need to go. Um, so, yeah, you can meet her there. Check her out on TikTok. If you want to, like, even place an order, uh, I'll link her email address in here. She already said it was okay to do that. Uh, but, yeah, when I gave it to the people that were at my house, like, they were already drinking anyway. But he was, the guy was like, holy Fuck. And he was like, I can fuck it. Like, we could literally see in the container, like, some of the alcohol separating from the frosting because it had been in the heat. And he was just like, yo. He's like, if somebody dropped a box of these off at a fucking frat house, their whole night would just be over. He's like, I am not kidding. Like, these are so fucking strong and they are so fucking good. It blew his mind. So, like... I had two people that drank, and they just ate the whole. They they ate all of them like immediately in one sitting. Like they, it was just hobgoblin shit, which is good. You know they fucking loved it. Um, so so yeah, it's it was good shit. If so, so if you can have alcohol, um, I would try all of her things. If you're like me and can't have alcohol or gluten, bro, go. Those pizza rolls are gonna change your life. That bacon is gonna change your life. The, 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 whatever she is doing with the chocolate covered strawberries, that's not normal chocolate covered strawberries. They're, they're way better. Um, so I wanted to plug Rosie. Now let's move on to some other cool shit that went down. Um, I'm up there, right? And, uh, <laughs> I didn't know this, but so John Willis is like, does it. He's, he, he's, he does like 80 billion fucking things. Like it's, it's absolutely insane. Um, to say he homesteader and entrepreneur on steroids, not literal steroids, but like that is how much he that his output is fucking insane, like in the best way, in a good way. Um, so what I did not know, and this video is out on his channel. I am going to link it in the description box so you can check it out. I actually am gonna watch it first before I even upload this video. Because I haven't even fucking gotten to watch it yet because this whole last week I was so fucking stressed and so depressed and so overwhelmed that I just, and I was on like sensory overload and kind of, not kind of, I was a hundred percent in fight or flight mode with some of the personal stuff I have going on and had going on. I've calmed down a lot, but, um, I, I couldn't even handle watching, like watching it. Like it's just my own weird head shit where I was like. I was all sweaty, I probably look gross, I don't want to see myself on camera, I can't, I can't, was, uh, whatever, I'm watching it now. Because here's the deal, John has a really, really poppin' fucking YouTube channel, um, socials in general, like, he's a fucking wizard. But he has this series called Panic Prepper 1, where it's, like, literally, like, on his property, like, he has a dead ass like, studio where he shoots these videos, and he has his own fucking video guy, who is amazing, by the way amazing fucking human being so mad love to austin mad love to john mad love to amanda john's wife amanda willis i'd like i dude you're fucking amazing um but they basically had this idea where so john has been doing the panic prepper it's called panic prepper one and it's like a comedy series or whatever where it's like you know, it's talking about what's going on, but it's also kind of like, you know, he plays this role of like this bugged out prepper and he's really fucking good at it. So it's like, it's like a parody and like comedy and shit like that. But I did not realize that like how much effort go- actually really goes into this shit. Like when I got there, I didn't know I was going to be part of it. And then he's like, I- 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 after we finished digging swales, I'm in there, I'm in the building. And he's like, yo, you want to shoot a video? I'm like, yeah sure what is it and then I get handed a script I'm like oh okay and then he's like you want to shoot two I'm like yeah L- like I love doing creative shit and you know let's let's fucking go so and the, like Billy got to do one too I got to do one uh and it was John Austin da da, whatever so first we go into the to the little video area and uh we shot a parody video And I had about five minutes to look over a multiple page script and learn lines. I'm going to be honest, like, I read the lines, but I also just kind of riffed and, like, added in my own shit. So, um, it was interesting. But what impressed me so fucking much is that, like, the research that Austin did. Austin is the guy that does his videos for that. Um, the research that Austin did to make it, like, kind of tailored to, okay, like, who's this testimony abroad or whatever, like t- to make it tailored. Like he, fuck, like he blew me away, dude, because in the Panic Prepper video, he tailored it to stuff I had been talking about just only a day or two before on like maybe one or two socials. And he pegged it perfectly. That is not an easy thing to do because it has to do with like astrology. And he was able to peg what I had said about CERN uh, peg what I had said about this once in 2,800 year triple conjunction at 18 degrees of Taurus with Uranus, Mars on the North node and like how tumultuous that was. And like, what the fuck, bro? Like I I did not handle that gracefully. We're still in the energy, by the way, that's not a quick transit, but, um, but yeah, uh, I did not handle any of that energy gracefully. Uh, I tried. Um, I learned that's the best, you know, that we can do, but, uh, oops. Um, yeah. Uh, I kind of fucking spazzed a little bit. A lot. <laughs> um, yeah. So maybe y'all have the opportunity to uh, address some of that in the future. We'll see. Uh, but I'm a little bit calmed down right now because I kind of, kind of did, kind of did some stuff. Kind of got real angry. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, but anyway, uh, he was able to tailor that script to where, like, what my, my role in this panic prepper video was like going into it. And I was able to be myself, like literally dead ass. This is what I say. And he fucking pegged it like fucking perfectly. And I'm like, bro, I've lived in a fucking Hollywood. Like I've worked with people in the industry that are much, much, much higher up than like any fuck like not even like just bro you like people need to really i think put some respect on the fucking south's name but also be open to the fact that like not fucking everybody that is creative and insanely talented and brilliant lives in a big city and they don't all live in la new york or nashville either because like i said when people say how's nashville i'm like I don't really hang out in the fucking city bro like I'm kind of all over Tennessee not quite sure what the fuck I'm doing I'm just doing and constantly and I'm everywhere and everyone is everywhere and I don't know it's just this crazy adventure that I never fucking bargained for but a hundred percent craved and searched for it for a long time you know what I mean like just the 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 vast infinite potential and freedom of it all and I, I just I I, oh my god as hard as as, as some aspects of life are right now um <laughs> moving out here was one of the best things I've ever fucking done for myself ever and I did it not knowing fucking anybody or fuck all I did it on a grubhub driver's pay i literally had enough money for gas to like get here and then i like started driving grubhub immediately and you know making money that way or whatever and then started getting gigs and started you know how it goes and now i work for a solar panel company um but uh yeah so i don't know i really i just want to say bro like get the fuck out there fuck excuses fuck reasons because those are going to be the those are going to turn into your fucking regrets. I promise you, I'm speaking from experience. I am speaking from dead ass experience because I wanted to get out of my hometown probably 10 years before I actually did. Maybe not 10, let's see. Mm, yeah, about 10 actually. 9. Yeah. I had the opportunity to actually and I turned it down for Bullshit reasons, bullshit reasons. Like, oh, I have this going on here. Oh, I don't want to leave my boyfriend. Or oh, I have this relationship. I have this lab. I have this. Da-da-da. Bitch, the fuck, really, really, no. There ain't nothing worth putting your soul's calling on fucking hold for. You don't know how much time you have. You don't. You don't. Cause even when I moved to LA, bro, like shit was dope as fuck. Cause I was doing music and I was connected. I, I like, it was God guided. I got blessed and connected in place with the right fucking people that weren't, they weren't fucking shady. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't a weird fuck shit going on. It was just like genuinely passionate, like beautiful people that were also insanely talented and it was just nonstop. But guess what? If I would have gone there like a couple years prior and not been fucking around and caught up in relationships that I thought were more important than, like, my soul's calling, the fuck, um, I would have had more time in LA, but that LA that I fell in love with back in the day, like, a very long time ago, that, uh, in my opinion, is gone, because I watched it die. There might be some people that still live there that think it's, like, still the same, Cool, we're gonna agree to disagree. Uh, fuck that place. I love the people that I that I know there, like 100%. I love them, 100%. But uh, when the big C hit, I had only been living in Hollywood for 10 weeks. So the majority of my time living in that area was under a fucking lockdown. Actually, all of it was, except for the first 10 weeks. I had also been there six months prior to that 10 weeks, but I was still two hours outside of the city. I was on the outskirts in the San Gabriel, like the edge of the San Gabriel Valley. So like, like on the edge of LA County line, like Pomona was 10 minutes away from my house, like, which is San Bernardino County. So that, like, I was far, far, but that's like where I got a room. It was cheap, you know, da da da. Um, it, 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 it took about six months to, um, be able to get the opportunity to move into Hollywood and to actually be working in music. And then in 10 weeks it ended. So it's like, again, we, you don't know, like the world moves fast. Timelines are speeding up, bro. And I really, I believe like, I really do believe there's some weird shit going on. Uh, I need to do like a CERN podcast, but <laughs> because yeah, we're going to talk about CERN. I think next, um, timelines are speeding up. They are uh they really fucking are things are weird time is stretching in some areas time is fast forwarding in some areas time is stopping in some areas like I'm experiencing the weirdest fucking shit the weirdest shit and I'm not the only one either I am not the only one who else is having crazy fucking dreams too like I had one that was uh okay I I won't I'm, I'm real trying not to go down rabbit holes but so anyway, back to SOE. Jesus Christ, take me 45 minutes to tell this fucking story. Um, we got to shoot a panic prepper video and I was just like so fucking impressed by like the passion, the creativity, the fucking professionalism, the intelligence, the the ideas behind it, the energy, like that kind of shit is so fucking dope and fun to me. And like Who would expect, like, I'm going out there to, like, do permaculture shit and, like, dig holes, motherfucker. Like, I didn't think I'd also get to, like, be in a video and, like, do some acting and then, like, also do, like, a little acapella fucking verse. And then, like, then I got to go, uh, me, Austin, and John went into a a different area, um, because, like I said, his YouTube channel is fucking popping and he does a lot, a lot of different things on that channel. And then we got to sit down for an interview for like, I think over an hour. Um, And it was an amazing conversation. So when that goes live, um, there's something that he said in the interview and it was right at the end that was um, so powerful. And it makes me emotional thinking about it now but it was so fucking powerful and it was sincere and it's something that I'm going to clip and just like, like just, just that one little like eight second audio bite or and video, obviously it was filmed like, because I'm like, bro, this applies to everyone, everyone. It was so powerful. And it's like, it's meeting people like that Meeting people of like mind, meeting people like everybody that I've met at SOE, everybody that that I've met that has been there is like, I don't give a fuck if you are like someone who's way in the public eye, like, or if you're someone who is not at all and a huge introvert, but you still show up to all the things and do all the things and are an amazing fucking human being. Um, Maybe you know if I'm talking, maybe you know it's you if I'm talking about you. But um, you have so many different kinds of people, but the type of people that it attracts are just fucking phenomenal. And then, then sometimes I do go into the city, bro. And then I'm around people that are way different. And it's like, my brain can't handle it anymore. I'm like, I can't be at a fucking table where bitches are talking about fucking spray tans and Netflix and fucking dudes. I'm just like, uh i'm fucking getting dumber by the second i'm gonna die like what is wrong with you people what fucking world are you living in bitch like don't you know your power is about to go out like you need an emp shield what do you do- like did you see what i'm saying do you have water store do you have food like what are you doing what are you doing at all like why are you working that stupid ass job what do you what the fuck? why are you talking about the dumbest that i've ever heard in my life what planet are you on what timeline are you on bitch like, the that conversation is like an airhead dumb fuck luxury that maybe you had a few years ago. We don't live in that world, bitch. Like, are you not aware of the things? Are, we, are you not, like, working to build solutions and resilience and, like, a better fucking life? Because you have to do that right now. You do. Like, I don't give a fuck. And to, to just see people on fucking airplane mode and autopilot and I'm sorry, but, like, dumber than a bag of fucking bricks... I'm, I'm like, yo, dude, no, uh-uh. So like, just fair warning, when you start hanging around people that are like, very driven, very intelligent, very do what they say they're gonna do, very experienced in multiple avenues of life, um, have a lot to offer, are, are fucking authentic as shit. Um, they are movers, they are shakers, they are doers, they are builders. Um, they all have very fucking unique personalities. Um, but they are so fucking amazing. They're so rich. And when I say rich, I'm not, I I don't mean it in like, oh, I have their bank statements. No, bitch. I don't mean fucking, I'm not talking about anybody's money. I mean, they are so rich in their fucking character. So beware. You spend time around people like that, you can't go back. It's like it's, it's like being red-pilled. You can't, I mean, I guess you could, but like it ain't going to last. You can't like be blue-pilled again. You know what I mean? Like you can't, if once you get to a certain point, like you can't. You, you are never going to see the world the same fucking way again, ever, ever. You will not. And so it goes with the company you keep. Pretty pretty fucking awesome problem to have, isn't it? It's not even a fucking problem. It's like a huge blessing, but uh, yeah, your shit's gonna shift because you're gonna you're gonna be accustomed to that. You're gonna match that energy. I mean, if you don't match that energy and you're coming in on some fuck shit frequency, no, you're not. I mean, that's not gonna work out. So like, don't bring any fuck shit, you know, toward like real motherfuckers' ways. Like, don't do that. But like, that's what's so beautiful about. Being able to have these opportunities and go to these events is like after we like did the interview and like had this like fucking dope like wholesome conversation and like I got to learn a lot like from him and his life experience and like whether it's him giving like direct you know like answers maybe to a question I have or sharing his experience directly to just observing like oh that's how that person moves like oh that's how that person gets this that and the third done like that's how this motherfucker operates. Like you want to be around people like that. You do. You don't want to be around a bunch of like low vibe, low energy, complaining ass, hermit ass, fucking not doing fuck all ass people. You don't. I mean, I don't. You know what I mean? Like I don't. You want to find your tribe, but also your vibe attracts your tribe. So if you feel like you're surrounded by fucking idiots, um, check what you're putting out there. It doesn't mean that you're a fucking idiot, but it could mean that you're behaving like one, you know, or it could mean that like you have garbage fucking discernment and boundaries. And if you are no shame, Uh, I have been that person a lot of just like letting too many people in or the wrong type of person in and not being discerning enough and not being protective of myself enough. And it has fucking wrecked my life. Like, and whose fault is that? It's mine. It's mine. If I go to an aquarium and I see a great white shark swimming around and I decide to go for a dip in its tank and it fucking bites my leg off. Is that the shark's fault? No, it's mine. I got in the water and I put myself in a space where that fucking thing was that is never on its best day going to be like remotely helpful to me. Um, it's going to kill me. So like the same thing with people. I understand that was a dramatic example, but it's like, you got to take some fucking responsibility for who you let in your life. If you feel like so, so parasitically drained and bogged down and like uninspired by like what your life is like and who you're around, well then fucking change shit. And that starts with you, your attitude, your thoughts, your actions for sure. You can think all the thoughts you fucking want, bitch. If you're not fucking following it up with your behavior, your word doesn't mean shit. And that will erode your soul. If you are not a person of your word, you are fucking nothing. You're nothing. It's going to kill you. It's going to kill you because you're mostly just betraying yourself. People are going to move on. We got 8 billion of us on this fucking rock. You know what I mean? Like motherfuckers are going to move on. But you're with you your whole life. So you're ultimately just betraying yourself. So if you have these like thoughts, dreams, manifestations, yearnings, desires, uh, images for what you want your life to look like, you know, you're not fulfilled where you're at. Well, what are your actions doing that reflect that unmet need? Because you're the only person that can meet your needs, motherfucker. And if you got people in your life, fun fact, that you're entertaining people that don't reflect what you want, you are emitting a frequency to the energy that responds, um, excuse me, to the universe that responds to frequency. You're saying, yeah, 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 I want more of this. No, you don't. So like you also have to be willing, even if it means being alone for a while, uh, spoiler alert, doesn't last long. Nature abhors a fucking vacuum. okay. Those spots will get filled real fucking quick. Just don't go into hermit mode. Before you know it, you're gonna have a bunch of new people in your fucking life. I, I fucking promise you. I promise you. This is lived experience. This is not me just running lip. This is dead ass. Dead ass. Um so so just look at look at that. Look at the, the type of look at the type of relationships that, that you allow in your motherfucking life. Um, entertaining abusive people, emotionally unavailable people, people who are lukewarm, people who like don't really fuck with you, but like maybe just do out of convenience or people who are just wasting your time or using you for their own fucking selfish resources, but not giving anything in return. There's no energetic exchange why are you having them in your fucking life? It's usually because we don't want to be alone and we want human connection. That's natural. That's natural. But if that shit is like sour, let me just tell you this. I would, if, if I'm fucking thirsty and there's like water filled with bacteria, that's just going to make me literally shit my brains out and like die of dysentery, like fucking Oregon trail computer game status. Um, versus not having water and maybe having to, like, you know, go find some clean water and not knowing where it's going to come from, but just having faith that I'm going to find some clean fucking water. I'm not drinking the poison water, bitch, just because I'm thirsty. I'm not drinking the poison. No, I'm waiting because you're going to be like twice as bad, uh, and you're going to get wiped out twice as quick by consuming that shit so that and that goes for everything we consume media people you follow content you engage with shit that you let into your fucking mind your thoughts your words your relationships music uh I don't watch tv but a lot of people do tv movies fucking youtube channels podcasts I don't give a fuck um so okay I just went on a tangent but um Yeah, what I'm trying to say is that the people that you involve yourself with are like going to greatly fucking impact uh, your quality of life. And I don't say that in a sense of like, they're going to save you from whatever you're struggling with. No, I don't know what you're struggling with. I know that the things that I struggle with for the most part are things that I have to deal with myself. Um, But if I do need help, do I have people that I can call on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I also am a really prideful like person and hate asking for help. So I mm, often don't ask for help when I need it. And I wait till it's like my fucking ass is on fire. So oops. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's, there's motherfuckers, like there's people. So, um, it's, it's a big deal. It's just a big deal because you see a different standard of living Like, I used to only be surrounded by people that just, like, lived to use drugs and, like, commit crimes and, like, had no future aspirations and were going nowhere. And I was one of them. I was 100% that person. 100%. Um, And guess what happened? I mean, luckily, I got sober and I spent all of my 20s, like, climbing out of that fucking mess Like, was I sober? Yeah. But did I have an insane amount of shit to work on to be like a functioning, somewhat healthy, sane human being that can stay out of jail and like have relationships with other humans? Dude, you took me like fucking, like a decade to get to that point. I'm not kidding. And that's like with therapy, bro. Like I I had a lot of fucking baggage. So um, what happened to everybody else? I don't know. Um, A lot of people are dead. Some people are in prison. Some people, I, I have no clue where they are. And some people didn't go as far down the rabbit hole and they pulled out and they're actually fine. Uh, I can uh, When I say that, I'm thinking of like two people. Um, uh, most people are not fine. And that's like, that's no shade on them. That's literally just what fucking happens. You know what I mean? That's what happens when that's what you're surrounded by is you become... Desensitized to your environment and you're like oh this is normal this is the status quo this is acceptable dude do yourself a fucking favor and upgrade a and, and and do that shit upgrade yourself allow yourself to be upgraded take some fucking risks um be around other people people that are like you know doing the shit that that like you're trying to do watch what they do learn from them dude learn like go in humble and teachable and fucking observe and learn and also participate. Don't be scared to participate, make relationships, you know, like communicate and find out where you can be useful and helpful. You're going to be surprised. You have a lot more to offer than you think. I can fucking guarantee you. Um, but when you do that kind of shit, it changes you because you're hanging out with a different caliber of person and you're not hanging out with like low motivated like boxed in thinking narrow vision type of people like a lot of people are conditioned to be in this matrix you're hanging out with people that are like innovators entrepreneurs creative like dope as fuck, uh very fucking unique and it like brings that out in you you know what i'm saying like you're in an environment where you are encouraged to show up as your best self and be constantly improving always always you want to be in that environment motherfucker and you also want to be around people that are going to call you out if you're slipping and you're like not really like doing a whole lot you know what i'm saying like you you do you don't want yes men you don't want wolf tickets selling motherfuckers you don't want people that are lukewarm about you you don't want to entertain emotionally unavailable fucking people you damn sure don't want to entertain abusive people i don't care what your fucking reason is for it i get it because I spent like most of my life doing it. And guess what I wasn't doing when I was entertaining that? Um, What I was doing was destroying my fucking self-worth and that has taken a long time to build back up. Um, And if those little trigger points get hit, like sometimes I don't act very well, so like I still have a lot of work to do. Um, You want to know what I wasn't doing? Fucking everything that I wanted to. So... (laughs) It'll consume you and it will fucking ruin you. Like, and then you're going to have to spend years like coming back from it, healing from it, reeling from it, da, 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 da. Like, don't, just don't, don't. If you can learn anything from like, I mean, or maybe you're like me and have to learn everything um, the hard way <laughs> uh, by personal experience. Uh, so, you know, whatever, you know, to each their own. But, you know, all I'm saying is there's pockets of some real dope people. Speaking of pockets of dope people that are not the status quo and never ever traded in their authenticity for conformity, bitch. One week from today, August 19th, midnight, my new single, Alien Tumbleweed, comes out. Uh, Once it's out, I'm gonna share the behind the scenes making a vlog of Alien Tumbleweed, which is like jumbled all in my phone. Like I I fucking, I don't even know. Uh, I'll patch it together and show you how it was made. Uh, Cause I did have like some raw shit in there, um, but that is like you want to fucking tune in for Alien Tumbleweed. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like any of my fucking music that I have out. Um, it is a way different vibe. My voice even sounds way fucking different. Um, it's like just Miami, like fancy, like just some like Grand Theft Auto, like like fuck the world, but I'm happy as fuck type of vibe. Like it's just smooth. It's it's funky as fuck. Like it is. It is so beautiful. The, the Just the instrumentals on that track are gorgeous. Um, and then the song itself is just a 100% about owning that, the fact that yeah, yeah bitch, I'm weird. Yeah, bitch, like I've been the black sheep and the outcast. And yeah, I've been the rambler going from place to place to place, being like, that shit don't work for me, bye that shit's low vibe, bye, that shit's fucking went from a free state to fucking some communist fuck shit, bye, like I, you know, even if it means you got to live in your car or fucking be homeless or do it by yourself for years and years and fucking lose everything and spend years rebuilding it and taking chances with no fucking even shred of a guarantee other than just faith, that's it, That's, that's what, that's literally what I've been doing for years. And, um, that's also like, I don't know. I've kind of lived an interesting life. I know I've never really had like a super stable life, (laughs) but I, I have when I've created it for myself. And the only times that it's gotten ruined is when I allowed energies into my life that were unstable. So easy fix, right? It's just learning better discernment. Um, and some things you can't control. Some things you can't, and that's why I'm really into preparedness, both in the material realm. If we're talking like power, food, water, medical, uh, ammunition, self-defense, connections, safety, uh, EMP shields, uh, which you can get for cheap as fuck, by the way. In my like, d- d- bitch, get one. Like, don't be stupid. Um, they're 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 like, if you use my discount code, you can get one for your your whole fucking house for like three hundred dollars. Um, unless you live in, like, a mansion, you might need more than one. I don't know. Um, I have one on my car. Uh, you can get one on your car for, like, with my discount for $300, okay? You got solar panels. You can get them for your solar panels. You got an RV. You got a fucking warehouse. You got a business. You can get them for that. Like, literally, you can get them. EMPs are all types of power surges. It doesn't have to be a fucking high-altitude detonation. It doesn't have to be, like, some type of weird fucking... You know, like harp, cern, fuck shit. It doesn't have to be an act of war. It could, it can, you do bro. It could be a lightning strike. It could, like, it could be any of that shit. Just like whatever. So that's one thing of you're not gonna listen, but you know, I, I would suggest it. Um, I would, but I would also primarily suggest making sure that you have like a, a, a reserve of food. Uh, that that needs to come first. Food and water. So I recommend Mountain House if you're looking to store up on freeze-dried shit. Um, but the other aspect of preparedness is very important, and that is one's spiritual condition, one's spiritual maintenance, one spiritual evolution, um, spiritual practices. That's highly personal, highly individual. Um, no way, in my opinion, is wrong. Like, the people that are like, it's only my way and fuck all you. Let them talk, dude. Have your own experience. Like, have your own. For real, have your own. As long as it fucking works for you, that's all that matters. But that shit fucking matters. If you think that you're going to be able to, like, form relationships, which really is, like, the, the greatest form of wealth, love, relationships, connections, like, real authentic bonds, things that we need to like, like, like on a emotional level, we're emotional beings. I don't care how tough you want to act, bitch. You got emotions. You do. Fuck you. Um, I love you, but fuck you. You do. Um, like everybody's got emotional needs, you know? So you need to be able to, you need to be able to fucking have a, have a fucking community. You do. It's, it it is so painful and exhausting to live your life, like in solo rambler mode, just moving from place to place and you know, maybe you make friends hella easily, but you're, oh, but it's like, do they get deep? No, because you're either always moving, which I relate to alien tumbleweed, or maybe you also kind of have like some tragic shit also in your past where like a lot of the people that you loved most are dead. And like that's a thing. Um, and if you're still on this earth, you still need to keep going. So your time's not up yet. Um, so yeah. Uh, That just really distracted me when I just said that. Sorry. Um, So I don't know. uh, What was magical at SOE was the the relationships and the people. Like people like Rosie. People like Billy. People like William. um, All the laughter. uh, People like John. People like Austin. People like Nicole. People like Amanda. People like... Like, even when we came out of doing the interview, we came down to, like, literally everyone that was at that workshop because most of the people were um, camping on the facility. Um, Everybody was circled up. I was like, oh, I bet someone broke out the whiskey. And, dude, it was, like, the dopest conversations being had. I'm not going to repeat them on here. But, like, bro, (laughs) you got to be in that room. Like, it was so dope. Everybody was, like, it, oh my god, it was it was hilarious, it was fascinating, it was a hundred percent my shit. And I come from a place where if I were to start having a conversation like that, I would just get like blank stares or like, what? Uh, that's not real. Uh, like, what? You know, like, I don't know. Um, so it's just, it's so beautiful to be able to just walk down and be like, oh, what? Everyone's talking about this like openly freely and everyone knows about it and even if you don't like everyone has an open mind and it's just like this really fucking amazing like and then we all eventually spilled outside and there's a group over here group over there. There's us over here us over there and just the types of conversations that I was having this is what I'm trying to get at were so rich and authentic and deep and below the surface and valuable. That it's like those are those are ties. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't mean you're gonna be best friends with everybody. Like maybe you talk to some people fairly fairly regularly. Maybe you talk to some people twice a month. Like I it, whatever. You know what I mean? But like maybe you. I don't know. Fill in the blank. Anything's possible. But the. I mean, it's 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 fucking incredible. It's fucking incredible. it, it is just so nice to find such a large pocket of people. That all have something so valuable that they bring to the table consistently and share it consistently. And just like in the lyrics in the song that I made for the Perma Pastor's YouTube channel, and I got this by observing their channel and like, you know, what Billy fucking talks about and preaches, and I, I pulled it out of that. But this is true. You don't gotta have the means, you don't gotta have some fancy status, you don't gotta have all this money. You don't got to have be dressed in a certain way, be this, be that. Nobody gives a fuck. You just got to be willing to show up, put in the work, be real and be open and show up like off of the internet, motherfucker. Off the internet, like in real life because like I said, communication is mostly non-verbal like we're not even aware of it but that's when people are like oh that person's vibe this that person's vibe that that's a nonverbal message that you're getting from them like you ever been around someone you ever been around somebody that when you're around them like maybe you just even met them and you're like i feel like i've known this person forever and then it turns into this person feels like home my home, more than my actual home those people are out there was that ever communicated? No, that's their energy. That's a communication going on between two energy fields that are is beyond my comprehension. Um, and the opposite can be true. You ever been around someone where you're just like, "Oh, fucking gross, dude, get the fuck away from me," and it's like, you know, that's a signal of like, "Yeah, nah, bitch," you know what I mean? Like, your gut will tell you, like, you know, where you're supposed to be um but again discernment okay so i can't say enough good things about about what goes on at soe and the people there i can't say enough good things about perma pastures cannot say enough good things about nicole sauce and the company she keeps and like the fucking empire that she's built i i doubt she knowing her she's such a humble person she would never be like yeah i built an empire bitch like that's so not her she would never fucking say that i'm just gonna say it Like she, like she's, she's built something that is like such a service to humanity. And that is the goal. That is the goal. In my opinion, at least is to leave this life like a deflated balloon. And what I mean by deflated balloon is not like you're deflated and fucked up. No, it means that you gave everything you had. You weren't holding on to all this shit. You know what I mean? Whether it's gifts, talents, creativity, your truth, repressed emotions, whatever. Bitch, get that out there. And it's supposed to be in there. Get it out. Move it. Energy is currency. It's motion. It's flow. Life is moving. What happens to stagnant water? It rots. It festers. It becomes stagnant. It's sick with fucking bacteria and shit. That's how life is, bitch. Move. Move it. Move it. Let's go. Like, share it. Let's go. And when I see people who have done that, and they change so many fucking lives and they give so many people hope to do the same thing in theirs. Like, to say pay it forward is real is an understatement. Like, it is unfucking real. It is unfucking real. And there are so many other people out there doing that. I could not name them enough of them in this video. I could not. And I know that the more that I keep showing up and the more I keep coming around, Even when my life, my personal life is falling apart and I don't feel like seeing anyone, get the fuck up, go, go, go to what, go, go to where you need to be. Something will happen. The universe will do, the universe always does some magical shit. It, it, It always does. But just fucking show up. That is like the biggest art to life. Is just showing up and doing what the fuck you say you're going to do. And do not fucking entertain leech-ass, parasitic-ass motherfuckers. And don't be one of them motherfuckers yourself. Don't be a taker. You know what I mean? Like, I think us as a collective. And we're starting to do this for sure. Um, And I used to be a taker. I'm not like, I, I don't want to come across like I'm preaching. Bitch, I used to be like so fucking selfish that I wasn't even aware that I was so selfish. Like I was just always thinking about getting my needs met. What do I need? What do I want? What a da, 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 always in my fucking head. It's like I couldn't even I, I was so wrapped up in here. It's like was I even checking in with my friends regularly and asking how they were doing? No. I wasn't. I was a shit friend. You know what I mean? I had to learn that shit. I had to, I've had to learn how to be a good friend. I've had to learn how to be a good partner. And I've had to learn and still learning how to be a good fucking ally to myself and to be true as fuck to myself, even when it is so hard and everything inside you is just screaming for something that feels safe, familiar, and comfortable. But guess what, bitch? Comfort zones are lethal. Um, So yeah, this podcast was all over the place. Um, Final thoughts, being at SOE, like there's a lot more I could say. But that whole weekend, that whole permaculture workshop, bro, we learned so much. I'm gonna have to go through the notes again, but I have so much studying to do right now for this solar shit. And um, I also have a lot of fucking music to keep making and pushing and yeah. Um, So I have a lot of stuff to do, but um, I think I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, If you guys have made it this far, for the love of Christ, please, cuz I I need your help, dude. I'm so fucking like busy and I'm in the middle of a move and a job change and you know, money is everywhere and I'm having to allocate resources here there the third. So like I don't have the typical marketing time or budget or like ability to just the, the mental bandwidth to do all this myself. So if you can pre-save Alien Tumbleweed for Spotify, if you use Spotify, please fucking do that. If you have any problems with the link that I provide, just go on to Spotify, which you can literally do by going to Spotify and just typing in Testimona and just follow Testimona on Spotify. And when the new song comes out, it'll show up on your release radar. Um, or you can click on the link tree that is always in my in the description box. And you can follow me on literally every single fucking music platform there is. Um, And if I don't have one listed, find another one. I guarantee you I'm on it. My distributor distributes to like, I think, close to 200 fucking music distribution places. Um, If you want to support my music financially, go to Bandcamp. Um, .bandcamp Testamona.bandcamp.com Because Bandcamp is dope. Uh, You can actually buy music and it's name your price. So, I mean... It starts at a dollar. You can either pay a dollar and just have the song or you can pay more. And I also have a deal where you get like 35% off and you can buy and own my entire, well not not own in the sense that you're gonna get fucking royalties or you own it, but like have it like on your person. Like you don't have to stream it. Um, You can buy my whole fucking discography. It's literally, it's there. Um, So yeah. But with Alien Tumbleweed, I want this message to get out because this is a bat signal to all freedom-minded people that, like me and like so many others, have spent so much, so many years in this perpetual wasteland where they felt like they were alone and crazy and nobody understood them. They didn't have nobody to talk to, uh, you know, and they resisted the tyrannical shit that was going on around them. And the consequence for doing that is... You get exiled from society, from your family, from jobs, from housing, from all kinds of shit. And we stuck with it. And and it's like, I want those people to, you have to put out a bat signal so we can find each other. So we, cause this is a numbers game motherfucker. So that's what this song is about. It's like, it's really good vibes. It's real fucking smooth. It's like real something you could like dance to, groove to, drive around with the windows down, bitch. That's why I'm releasing it in the summer. Cause it's a summer jam but that message is loud and clear exactly what the fuck it is and who it's for and what it's about a hundred percent and it's about honoring that and owning it after you've been through a whole lifetime of being looked down upon for it no bitch be proud be proud of who the fuck you are because you are exactly who you were supposed to fucking be who you contracted to be before you fucking incarnated here all right so what you can do to support alien tumbleweed on any fucking social media platform that you are on, share it when it comes out. That would be insanely helpful. If you aren't on social media, really, um, if you if you feel like you know somebody who could benefit from hearing that song, like if they if that's how they feel, send it to them. Like you don't need my permission, dude. Like I've had people ask me permission. Like, can I share? Yes, dude. Yeah, just fucking share it. That's like why I put it out there is so people can have it. So. You know the the YouTube shit, like play it wherever you want, buy it wherever you want, but like it's really not about like me making money. It's about getting the message out. So like the the biggest thing that like I am asking for, like for whoever the fuck wants to, is when this song drops. And the reason why pre saving it's helpful is because one, it boosted in the algorithm and Spotify. Two. You don't have to remember it, it's going to pop up immediately if it's a pre-save. Like, more so than if you were just following me, because I don't know how many people you follow on Spotify. So, but if it's a pre-save, it's going to pop up right there in your library. So, do that. If you can't do that, fucking just uh, go to my music video uh, section on my YouTube and click the notify me button because the alien tumbleweed visuals are already uploaded and it says premiere and it's scheduled for next week. Click that shit, bitch. Like, and fucking, you know, watch it, share it, do whatever. If and Dude, and if you don't like it, then be like, fuck this song and don't share it and don't listen to it and don't do anything with it fucking ever. Maybe you'll like the next one. It's much different. I I and I've already decided which one I'm releasing next and then I'm going to release I think maybe one or two more maybe. Then nothing else is coming out until my album drops at the end of October. Mm, possibly early November. It depends on how long engineering takes for that. Um but it's got yeah, eh, yeah, it might be no it might be November when the album when my debut album comes out. Um but if you go to the self-reliance festival, you're going to hear a lot of unreleased shit that no one else is going to hear for months. So uh, you can hear it live. But otherwise, fucking, you know all the things. Um, you listen to your favorite artists. You share music with people you care about. Uh, do the same thing for your fucking up and coming people. If, if you fuck with the music. If you, if you think, if you don't like the song, don't. You know what I mean? Be true to you. But if you like it, and if you feel like there's somebody that you know that can benefit from that message, please, please share it. That's all that fucking matters. Like, if you think we make money off of Spotify streams, this is how much we make every time you play our song. 0.009 cents. And then we make 50% of that. So we would need, like, I think a million streams will get you, like, 3K. $3,000. So, like, unless y'all want to stream it a million fucking times, like, I'm not expecting to, like, bank a bunch of fucking money off of it. Like, I just want that, that fucking message to get out because this is a way that I can help, like, put out a bat signal and help build community and, like, be like, hey, we're over here, hey, we're over here, hey, we're over here, and we can start doing this shit, and then we can start meeting in real life because I'm literally watching that happen in real time and seeing how much it's changing my fucking life. I am not the same person that I was before I moved here. I've only been in Tennessee for four months. Do you fucking realize that? That's that's insane. It's only been four months. And I have done more in four months than I have done in two and a half years. Okay? Three probably four, five, six. I don't fucking know. Um, so yeah. Put yourself out there, motherfucker. Share. Um, if you got shit too, send it my fucking way. Plug yourself. We all need to be supporting each other. We all do. The system doesn't care about us. Banking cartels don't care about us. Let's, I say we keep our business in our fucking communities. And, and when I say our communities, don't go on some, not that there's like some fucking woke asshole on here, but bitch, I'm not talking about like genders, sexualities, races, no, fuck yourself with that shit. What I mean by our communities is the common people. Because, bitch, unless you're in a banking cartel or some elitist family, to them you're a peasant. I don't care what the fuck you think of yourself. Okay? You are. That doesn't mean you are. You're not. You are a piece of God, actually. Um, you just don't know it yet, likely. Or you might. But um, not in the God-complex way. But but you are the infinite. You are a piece of infinite spirit. You are connected to. You are not separate from. Um but we need to be like, let's just say people who are of a freedom mindset. That doesn't mean you have to fucking wear a shirt that says fuck around and find out. It doesn't mean you got to fucking, you know, carry a gun and be like ordering a bunch of ammo and like freeze stride food and shit. Like it doesn't mean any of that shit. You don't have to be like that, but you could just be someone who's like, Hey man, I like to think for myself and make my own decisions and have an open mind and new experiences on this earth plane. That is freedom minded because you're not letting somebody do your fucking thinking for you. What happens when somebody does your thinking for you and you're programmed? They control your actions because actions begin in here, okay? So, that's what I mean. Let's keep the fucking money, like, amongst the fucking people. The fucking billionaires don't need it. Mega corporations, multinationals don't fucking need it. Like, Hollywood elites don't fucking need it, bitch. Like, nah. If you're, tr- if you're trying to exit the matrix and, like, f- form a community that resonates with you, like, walk that walk. Do that shit. Do that shit. Show up. Show up. Because you like all of us are required to put in work and to give because we all have things to give you cannot be a taker that's that is not in alignment with literally anything you will ever see in nature anywhere it's just in the matrix it's the only place you can get away with it but you'll be miserable but what i can tell you out of my experience in living life anytime i give i wind up receiving tenfold And that is never the reason why I fucking give. I give because I fucking love it. It makes me feel alive and a type of love that I can't explain with words. That's why I show up. That's why I put myself out there even when it's terrifying. Because I have to. I couldn't do it if I tried. I couldn't couldn't not do it if I tried. Because I have tried. Actually, I have tried to go into hermit mode. Ooh, ugly. You don't want to do that. Mm-mm. when you got a purpose you got to you got to fulfill it so share yourself don't be a stranger don't be a hermit now is not the time the world needs soldiers okay we need soldiers we could even make it a shaday thing soldier of love we need you motherfucker you are needed we do not need navel gazing self-centered fucking guarded ass waste of space motherfuckers we don't need that and that is if you're that person that's not even who the fuck you unless you're a narcissist you're a lost cause but like if that's just you and you're in that space because maybe you're usually usually people like that are caught up in an addiction of some sort or they're like in a depression or you know it's a trauma response typically dude just get 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 some fucking help for it and come out of that because life is so much better how did i get talking on this jesus I was trying to talk about permaculture, whatever. I talked about all the things, I think. This is an hour and a half podcast. God bless you if you've made it this far. Um, Let's keep supporting each other. Recognize that like everybody is fighting their own battles right now and like we're not always fucking public about it. Um, So reach out to each other, stay in touch with each other, be gentle with each other. Uh, but, But above all though, be real with each other. You know what I'm saying? It ain't kind to pull punches. Be authentic. Show up every day and be as, as authentic as you can. Be mindful of your time and who you give your vital life force to and what you give your vital life force energy to. Take risks. Leap in the fucking net will appear, motherfucker. And I think that's all I have to say on this fancy podcast set. So, all right, bitch. Good night.